0: Meanwhile in the pot cave
1: Welcome back to another edition of the Podman. I'm Brad.
2: I'm Brian. Crickets.
1: Crickets. Yeah, dusted. Podman Ryan has been dusted, or he's fallen asleep again. Again. Uh, And it's been a whole night. It's been a whole 24 hours. He's still asleep from our last podcast, I think. (laughs) And not, you know, mind you, not listening to the podcast, living the podcast,
2: <laughs> right? Living the podcast. You know, in all honestly, he was probably tuckered out. He been, had a big weekend.
1: Poor little fella. Yeah. Poor fella. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't like uh, intern Alex, who spent nine hours watching the Avengers. But still, he <sighs> probably was. he probably was tossing and turning with excitement, wanting to see it again. I'm sure.
2: Oh, and he's ready.
1: Oh crap, crap! He just okay. texted me that he's ready. All right, I see that. Now we had a problem. We're just going to keep doing it live and see if this works out. If not, then we'll just stop it and re-record. And, uh,
2: and our viewers, our listeners, will never know. They will
1: never, barely, never, hardly ever know the difference. So I'm going to I'm going to put you on hold, Brian, and I'm going to try to dial Podman Ron in right now. And uh, you know, hopefully Podman Ron will be able to contribute because. Uh, uh, Brian was telling us that he has a lot of theories of where we can go now. Podman Ron, do we have you on the line? Yes. All right. That's a yes. for. So we're going to – we're we're actually – you're live. You're recording live. So watch your language on the podcast here. All right. And uh, we're going to try to get Brian on the line here, which we were having troubles with yesterday. But let's see if uh, our technical equipment works here. Brian, do we have you? I am on. All right, look at this. Everybody is back together. Uh, We were just. Oh, this is not good. Uh, Podman Ryan, we were just telling our listener that uh, we thought you'd got dusted last night. Uh, (laughs) We thought the Thanos Snap got you. Yeah,
0: it seemed like it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Mr. Sandman came knocking on you. Well,. Uh, again, let's not, uh, dawdle around here. We, we, Brian said in the green room, Brian has 10 bullet points. <laughs> now, are these theories of where we go next or just bullet points on time travel in general? Uh,
2: theories where we go next, uh, uh, thoughts about, uh, the impact of, uh, the movies. Okay. Yeah, All right. Not.
1: General amusing. Uh, and we, we, we should note that, Brian, you just, um, you just got home uh, from some sort of lecture tour about time travel. Is this correct?
2: Yes, yes. It was a TED talk on why <laughs> Avengers: Endgame is not riddled with paradoxes.
1: <laughs> and these were mainly to your say, mainly to your everybody coworkers. Talk,
0: Everybody's talking about this uh, timeline thing and this time about Marvel, but Marvel back in nineteen eighty something and Marvel Two and One actually addressed. <laughs> This alternate reality type time travel when the thing in Marvel 2 and 1, issue number 50. Yeah,
1: he met himself. I don't know, I don't
0: know why, I don't know why I remember this. Oh, wow, he is woke up
1: in more ways than one. He yet.
0: goes back in time to fix, to, to give the serum. Reed Richard makes the serum that s- he tries out. Wow. He made a what? Serum.
1: A serum. Is that a
0: mix between a serum, serum. and a, a serum? Serum. Yes, yes. It's a, syrup. It's, a, it's a really thick, viscous syrup. <laughs> yes. It is
3: syrup-like. It's a syrup. consistency. It's a syrup.
0: <laughs> anyway, Reed Richard makes this stuff, and he's it's a, it's a cure, and yeah. Ben Grimm tries it out, but because now he's all rockified, you know, <laughs> Reed's like, oh, he's too, uh, you're too far gone. Maybe it, it would have worked when you were still in the dinosaur trade. So, uh, ben Grimm takes the time machine of Doctor Doom and goes back and gives the thing after a, of course they had the obligatory battle between the two because you know they didn't rec- really you know did, the yeah. whole, whole thing didn't recognize the way thing looked, the Rocky thing. So after the battle, he gives them the formula and he's expecting things will
2: change but it
3: doesn't.
2: What? You just said after the bottle. <laughs> Did have, you had, have you had a stroke? Are you slurring your speech? You're kind of talking in have. a
1: different language. <laughs> I I it's I very
2: off-putting.
3: I like it. I like
0: after it. After the bottle, after the bottle, like?
1: the, bottle, the thing, bottle. He used the syrum The thing. The, 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 thang, the thing. The thing in his thang. rocky hide. So, anyway,
0: that's, uh, that was. Like what thirty years ago, and they did all that, and that—that's that's, uh, how Marvel's time travel always has been. If you go back in time, you really just make an alternate universe. You don't really change your own. So. Is, that, is
1: that true? <laughs> when uh, Doctor Doom and Iron Man went back to Camelot, as well?
0: Uh, I would assume it was. Mm-hmm. Um, which was very good stories, by the way. But
1: They're great. I, I was. Thinking, why couldn't we have had that here? Why couldn't they have had to go back and? Like one of the stones was in the the sword Excalibur or something like that. That would have been great.
0: Yeah, honestly, honestly though, as cool as that sounds on paper, it it probably doesn't translate well in the movies. I mean, look at
1: and they could have ran into the Transformers while they were there. Yeah,
0: look at look at Hellboy and uh, Transformers. That both had King Arthur uh, theme. So anyway, that's my uh, that's my contribution to this.
1: All right, I think you you are capital W-O-K-E. You
2: are woke in more ways than one. We're glad you could join us. He's he's possibly stroked.
1: He's woke, woke and stroked? (laughs) Stroked and woke.
2: Woke and stroked.
1: You know, I do want to say one thing before we launch into theories and stuff like that, because we were in a little bit of a rush to make sure that uh, <laughs> Plot Man Ron got his beauty sleep in uh, yesterday. That, uh, you know, one of the big stars of the movie, again, Chris Helmsworth, I think, was to me the star of the, the movie and everything. Uh But let's not forget the music. The music, I think, was fantastic. I mean, the, the music hit the cues. And nowhere was that to me more evident than the end credits. No, in mid-credit scene, but the actual end credits were kind of like a, a giant Oscar-like celebration or something of these actors. Right? It was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was very cool. The uh, the showing the the snips snippets and having their signature, which I thought when they were doing that too, it's like, well, now you can't fraud, you can't uh, um, forge. Chris Evans' signature on memorabilia anymore. Cause the, or, or maybe you can, you can. You can. Maybe it's easier. Maybe now. you can now.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So I thought that, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about, I don't know if we talked about the cinematography. Russo Brothers did really good on that. And there were some really iconic moments, like the the funeral scene with the camera going through and the music and everything that I think that's what made, uh, made it a great, great movie.
2: Um, I, uh, I We kind of – had to truncate some of the stuff around Captain America at the end. And I've seen a lot of stuff going around about, you know, the paradox and, you know, how did that whole thing shake out with him on the bench? But, uh, and we kind of teased it, but, uh, and this is pretty interesting to me. If he goes back, if Captain America went back to like 1955, uh, 1954, uh we saw in uh Peggy Carter Agent of Shield that took you up to about 1953 and so he could have gone back to like 54 not messed with that timeline she would have already have left shield at that point uh she could have married Steve Rogers and the next time we see Peggy Carter is uh, during Winter Soldier where she's you know has dementia. She's in a assisted living facility. Uh and they even show like like her nightstand, she has pictures of her children but not her husband.
1: No, she doesn't care about her husband, right? Yeah. Or, or right. was Steve Rogers her husband? Is that what you're getting at? Well, that, that's what I'm getting at. I mean, so
2: so for so foreseeably, there's no paradox here. Like it, it could have always been Steve Rogers that she married. Right, Uh, it doesn't interrupt with anything in the timeline because she's already left Shield. She, we know she got married. We know she had kids. We know she has. uh, uh, She she gets confused. She gets confused even in that scene with the dementia and everything. Uh, So yeah, you could very easily have said, you know, those kids are Steve Rogers' kids. Like he he is her husband, and he just didn't know it because he hadn't fulfilled that point. You know, in the timeline yet. That's ridiculous.
1: But okay. Again, right. I've said you got the talking rabbit, so just go with it, people. Quit, quit trying to figure it out, right?
2: Quit trying to figure it out. Yeah, but it's nice. It, it's, it makes you feel good
1: if, if you if you got if you have the time and effort and desire, figure it out. I've I've given up on shit like that. You know what I mean? It's sort of like I either <laughs> enjoy the movie. And does it make complete sense or do I have to really rock my brain around it or whatever? I don't know. I just say, hey, this is a good movie. I like, my, I like my music and my cinematography. That's all I care about.
2: Well, see, it's important because of everything we just said a minute ago about creating time paradoxes and creating alternate uh, timelines. That Cap had to have come back to this timeline. If he, if he branched off into another timeline, then we did not have the Infinity Stones back. Right? And it would have screwed up. and Ours would have become the darkest timeline. What was that from? That was from the community, wasn't it?
1: The darkest timeline? It sounds like.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think it was from a community. So, you know, just something interesting, but we, did, we didn't really flesh all that out. And, and so, you know, Calf on the bench lived all that time, and that's why he's 70 years older. But I've had people ask, well, when did he teleport back? He didn't. You know, he lived all that time. So he just were happened there- to.
1: I mean, so Podman, Ryan, were there two – do you buy into the fact that there were two Captain Americas during this time? So we had Steve Rogers go back to the 40s, right?
2: Well, the assumption is the 50s, but yeah.
1: The 50s? And uh, it looks like Podman Ron either fell asleep or fell off here. Uh, we lost t- him again. Let me. <laughs> I think he. I think he may have purposely dropped off because he. Uh, I'll, I'll text him because <laughs> he's not trying to call back. I don't think It kind of hurts a little bit. <laughs> uh, uh, so so they, he drops. Or he drops out. Steve Rogers drops out just like Podman Ron. Uh, uh, And he went back in time. He married. Did he continue to be Captain America during the 50s and everything? Was there a Captain America? Was that him? Or did he just kind of hide out and live his civilian life? And the past Captain America was frozen and re, you know, thought out in modern times.
2: I mean, I feel like he because of all the the risk of the alternate timelines and everything else uh and the fact that he had to stick the landing right he could not really uh, couldn't really mess with anything uh for 70 years or else he really could divert the timeline and then now he's on a different track than what you know just the timeline that he came from was on he really couldn't do anything and, and, you know, and probably didn't want to do anything. Like this was his chance. This was his retirement to hang it up. And by and large, everything turned out pretty okay. So he could just kind of sit back on the sidelines under the guise of, I can't really do much. There's not, there's not much I can do or else I will screw this all up again.
1: So he couldn't so. have aged gracefully and then at some point be like, Hey, Sam, here's the, you know, he had to give the shield to Sam at that particular time when that Captain America disappeared, so to speak.
2: Correct, yeah.
1: Yeah, He had to to wait until he had to,
2: nobody could know that he existed out there before that, because he really couldn't get involved in anything anyway, or else he would screw up the timeline. Uh, Probably the first safe point is to go back to the minute he left, or a, a few minutes after he left, and bring it full circle. So,
1: Uh, you know, you're you're right that we did kind of rush stuff yesterday, but or or on the last episode, rather. How did you feel about him giving the uh, giving the, the mantle of Captain America over to Sam as opposed to Bucky and the whole Bucky Captain America for as much as for as much shit as Cap went through for Bucky over the past, you know, X number of years or whatever? It was sort of like, uh, all right, I'll see you later, guy. And then he comes back and, you know, Bucky's like, ah, eh, you go talk to the old man, Sam. You know, Bucky seemed to know what's up, right?
2: Yeah, but I think Bucky knew, I think Bucky knew that, that, uh, Sam was the better man for the job. You know, Becky's got, uh, hey, Becky, Bucky's <laughs> like, got too much
1: B- PMR, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Brian uh, dropped off. <laughs> You're uh, here. Uh,
2: uh, Bucky's got a little more baggage. I also think Bucky's, a more fleshed out character, uh, for the series, so there's more they can do and more direction they can go with Sam picking gotcha. up the man of his cap. Uh, plus, I, my kid, like, he loves the, the concept for, you know, Sam Wilson Captain America. Like, that, the, the wings and the, 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 patriotic the, the, way ways. His, the patriotic wings, the way the suit is, having the, the shield my uh my youngest like he's loved that costume and concept for the past few years since they kind of yeah. uh, debuted it so yeah I think it's cool I think it puts it in a different direction um and yeah you get to elevate a character that was uh, kind of, you know, kind of a throw off to an extent I mean Sam didn't do a ton you know you give him a chance to kind of uh stretch his wings as it were
1: wow that's a good that's a good segue um uh, I, no, I, I agree with that i again i still if i was if i was uh nitpicking some of the writings i would have said to uh to maybe do something with with cap because he was kind of and i get yeah i get that cap's role is to more or less be kind of the plain vanilla type character mm-hmm. he doesn't maybe have quite as uh uh huge of a range of uh you know, his character doesn't have a huge range like, you know, he's not arrogant like Tony Stark or boisterous like Thor or whatever type stuff. Uh But, you know, again, it felt I felt a little cheated that there wasn't a goodbye, that we didn't see a goodbye between, you know, him and Bucky, a, a oh, little Bucky, bit more yeah, something there. And then even him with Tony, you know, he just kind of stood back there and was like, eh we'll let everybody else say goodbye to him. You know, there was no interaction like, gosh, sorry, we. We're mad at each other all these years, or anything like that. And I said that in the last episode too. It felt it felt like that could have been that could have been a little bit another another opportunity for someone to cry. That's what I'm saying.
2: I feel like that was probably more realistic, though. Like uh, the fact that Tony didn't have some final monologue, you know. That by large,
1: I like that, but I, I, you know, it's just that sort of like War Machine (laughs) had a few moments with him, then Spider Man, then then Pepper. But Cap didn't, and they they were so integral to all the events happening and everything. It felt to me, it felt like we the audience got cheated a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I see that too. I mean, I see both sides. I just, uh, I at some point, like you know, uh, we we already showed you know what it did to the Hulk with all of his superpowers. How long could Tony possibly have sat there? <laughs> like, like you know, uh, guess, not.
1: I'm just saying I'm not making excuses for the. it sounds oh, like I you're know. making excuses for the Russo's brothers' sloppy riding.
2: Wow. Yeah, no, I call it. I find it, <laughs> I find it refreshing. I find and it refreshing. I think sloppy, it makes perfect friend. sense. No, you are wrong.
1: <laughs> you're wrong about this, and you're wrong about Martha. How about that?
2: Uh, I, I never liked Martha. I, I, <laughs> I like never Martha. enjoyed the Martha moment.
1: I, I, you know, I am a big Martha momenter. Is that a thing? Like a flat flat earther? I'm a big Martha Martha.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I always call my mom by her first name.
1: Yeah, of course, everybody. <laughs>
2: I'm just that kind of guy. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. So I think that kind of finishes up where we left off last night, right? Yep, with, uh, yep. with the review.
1: Let's see. So we got. Okay, so one more thing, this whole, this Cap going back in, again, how, how, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous, and we talked about this with the soul stone. So Cap went back to every single point in time, right at that exact time, and put the stones back in the rightful place.
2: Yeah, I feel like you didn't have to do it at the exact time. Uh, so, okay, the soul stone, I feel like... And this wasn't expressly said, but I feel like the soul stone, whoever makes the sacrifice, the stone just gets plucked out of time and given to that person. So I don't think the stone's actually at the bottom of that cliff. It's just if you make the sacrifice of that cliff, it pulls it back. Right. Right. So I'm okay with the soul stone. It's pretty, you know, fixes itself, I guess. You know, it, it resolves its own, just like Thor's hammers. You know, he doesn't have to give Thor's hammer back because at some point Thor's going to call it and it's going to come back to him. Right. You know, Cap's going to have a hammer-sized hole in his, do- in his front door, but the hammer's going to sort itself out, right? Uh, uh, so I'm cool with that. The Tesseract, you know, it was being stored at S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters in the 1970s. Not too hard as we saw to get it out of there. Yeah, probably
1: not. Children. Probably
2: easier, probably easier to put it back, right? So, but now we start getting into some harder stuff, right? <laughs> right. The stone, the stone on Boromir uh, that <laughs> um, Star Lord got. How the hell did he get it there?
1: To to right? a place, not even a place, but a planet that he's never seen planet. before. How did they even describe it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You'll see the guy, he's knocked out, he's laying face down, step over him, go into the Temple of Doom. You're going to have to put your hand in this thing that that's going to destroy a robotic arm, but I think you're going to be okay. Yeah. So, yeah. again, leap of That
2: was uh, a little wonky. Well, not only that, it's like if I said Brad, it's on planet Boarbeard.
1: <laughs> right, oh, right. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I know, I know where, where that is. is. Yeah, I got you. I'm with you.
2: You know, so forget that you've got to figure out, you know, uh, hyperspeed <laughs> to get there, right? Like, so there, that's a little wonky, right? That was a little wonky. Um, you've got, uh, Loki's staff, right? So
1: <laughs> that's right. He's got to put it back in the staff, right?
2: He's got to figure out how to get back to Asgard. <laughs> I mean,
1: they really fucked Cap over. No wonder. <laughs> now I get it. Now I get it. Why Cap stayed in the past. He's like, fuck you people. You made me go do it. No, yeah. no 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 no. I'm standing the path. now the
2: assumption
1: is they gave them something to get him to all these places. Cause, right.
2: Because they just said, all right, so if you know where to bring all these things back to. Yep, got yep. it. Got it. Like, well, you're not sending them with a spaceship, so how the hell's you know he's supposed to get <laughs> to another planet, but you know, that if there's a, if there's a a big plot hole, it's that. It's that, but they, they did not bother explaining that at
1: all. Sloppy. I, I just want to hear you say, admit that it's sloppy writing. That was
2: sloppy. That was sloppy. <laughs> you know, I, so, uh, I,
1: as I was I, looking I, over my notes of other stuff that we didn't get to, I don't think I mentioned it, but you know what? I would, had I been writing this movie, had they consulted me, one little, tw- not a twist that I would have done. But, you know, I was bitching about, um, Mark Ruffalo's voice not changing when he was Hulk. So I would have definitely had that. But I think maybe, and I love the way that, uh, Ant-Man turned into Giant Man or Goliath and saved everybody. I think I would have had Hulk Hulk out and revert back to the Savage Hulk or whatever at the end and really, you know, torn some shit apart type stuff. I think I would have liked that.
2: Yeah, that would have been cool if he went berserk. Um. and uh, and that kind of brings me to my next thing. I feel like, well, not not my next thing, but I feel like Hulk has kind of come full circle. I don't know how much we need of Hulk going forward. I think, you know, yes, we, we got the hard end for Captain America. We got the hard end for Iron Man. I really think we probably got the end of Bruce Banner, Hulk, as well. I
1: think you're right, and speaking of hard ends, uh, I've got a hard on to call PMR. Let Uh-oh. me try giving him a call here. So hold on, Brian. That's <laughs> uh, All right. we we try to get PMR back online. He uh had to drop off for probably a number of reasons. Um, and we're we're calling PMR to get him back in, and hopefully he will answer the phone. Uh, I feel like we're we're gonna give him a winning sweepstake or something. He's not answering the phone, so I'm gonna hang up on him. And go back to Brian, and because we couldn't get PMR on the line there. So we'll we'll try PMR a little bit later into the podcast. Uh, and, uh, uh, so, no, yeah, so no PMR.
2: So uh, I think, you know, like we were just saying a second ago, I think we've seen the end of the Hulk. And so PMR and I were speaking about this the other day. You know, uh, who are we going to? flesh out this team with. You know, when we do eventually get the next Avengers movie, what's the team going to look like? Give me five. What the hell
1: is he doing? I mean, he does know that we're recording this live, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) And he was on, he should know, he was on the
1: podcast. (laughs) Does he have to take a nap? Uh, So Podman Ron said give him five. Uh, You know what? I say we start with, uh, let's start with one of your bullet points that won't infuriate Podman Ron. Because we, so, we, if we want to get to the ones – we want to make sure that he's on when it's something that may infuriate him, hopefully, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. So and this is something I, oh, he and I have already discussed, uh, so he's in somewhat agreement anyway. Uh, not with all these, but, um, <laughs> uh, you know, so we lost Black Widow, uh, but we gained the Wasp. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and I said on the last podcast, I, you know, I would be cool if, you know, they had even killed – Ant-Man. You know, I like the character. I like the actor. I would like to see him again, but I don't think, uh, I think you can say he's come, you know, he's, he's suited his purpose at this point. And I don't think we're getting Ant-Man three. Um, so you've got Wasp that can take the spot for Black Widow. Uh, Doctor Strange fills in the slot for Iron Man pretty, pretty succinctly. Uh, we've got Falcon cap to replace Steve Rogers cap, right? Uh, but then, and this is where I think it's going to be interesting. And I think it's all, it's really overdue. Uh, She-Hulk, you know, uh, to your pitch from a year or so ago, Brad, the She-Hulk movie, I I feel like that's, that's what we're getting is we're getting She-Hulk, uh, to replace Bruce Banner. Uh, do I think she'll get her own movie? Probably not. But we can do now that Hulk is smart Hulk. We can introduce She Hulk into it, and she can be the Savage Hulk persona. Yeah, girl power. Bruce no longer is. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think that's I think that's probably going to be. But Captain
1: Marvel doesn't figure into your new Avengers.
2: Well, I just assume she already is. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I just assume she already is. Although that may change because we 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 established (laughs) on the the last podcast. The public has spoken. They are not, not the Avengers aren't feeling it. No, so. they're not.
1: So, so tell me again who your, your the new lineup is. Doctor Strange. So,
2: uh, I think Hawkeye's gone. Like okay. I've got another idea for what, what will probably happen with Hawkeye. So, yep. it's going to be Doctor Strange. Yep. Falcon, Cap,
1: All right? Cap, Falcon,
2: She Hulk, Wasp, uh, and then you know, Scarlet Witch is gone. We know yeah. that she's going to be in the fifties. Haw- Hawkeye is gone. Uh, I think you round out the team with, and honestly, I think Rhodey's probably gone too. Yeah. So.
1: Unless they do something with Captain Marvel Rhodey romance.
2: Unless they do something. <laughs> yeah. There. Uh, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, um, who else would we have on the uh, replacement on the uh, new Avengers lineup? Do
1: you, do you think? Uh, see, I was thinking that Ka- uh, Black Panther would not be part of the lineup. I mean, he'd obviously uh, be part of the Marvel universe, but not
2: part of the. No, because I think you know? I no. think he'll be the chairman. Oh, I think he'll be the chairman of the uh, of the team. Okay. So, and and honestly, that's that's what's happening right now in the Avengers comic book. Oh, is it? Okay. Is, is 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 he's the he's the chairman? Uh, yeah, I think that's roughly what you're going to get as far as, uh, your Marvel or the Avengers team going forward with, you know, a couple of extras effort here and there. But I really do think this is effectively the end for most of the initial, uh, the Avengers we've had. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, and, and, and that being said, um, I think there's something, and we said this yesterday too, uh, you know, I, I felt like Hawkeye, Hawkeye had the uh a really good arc. At this point between three movies with the stuff they've added, I feel like he's had a good arc and and uh, outside of Thor, he was probably the mo- you know the most interesting character of the movie. Right, it was was the uh Hawkeye's yeah, yes. character. Right. Um uh, and we know that or at least it's been teased that Hawkeye's getting his own TV show on Disney Plus.
1: so did we know did I do yeah. that? Okay. I yeah, we're that.
2: supposed to be getting a Hawkeye TV show at least that's one of the one the ideas they floated. Yeah. Now, for me, I think uh, what they've done with Hawkeye in the movie gives you some unique uh, opportunities around the character because where we saw him in the movie as Ronan, he's a broken man, right? He's, he's murdering Yakuza. He's murdering drug cartels. Um, he went full Punisher because uh, he'd lost everything. And he, he felt like, you know, why should these drug dealers have survived the snap when my family didn't, right? I would assume Hawkeye was pretty cavalier with his identity since it was basically a glorified, you know, yeah. suicide, you know, suicide by cartel, right? Yeah, he I was, I was playing pretty fast and loose with his identity, and if that's the case, now that his family's back… Uh-oh. Uh, now they're at risk wow. right? so this Hawkeye series could very well be his family's on the run yeah. and paying the price for the stuff he did as Ronan
1: I would love it if that was a family on the run and he has to go from city to city finding menial labor and then he uh, helps people out uh, and gets them out of a hard time and then he gets in trouble and he has to move to another city I think you're onto something there let's see if we can get <laughs> the- Podman Ron back on the line hold on please uh, so you know Brian is known as Nostradamus to many people, and uh, so Brian's got a lot of great theories here. Hello, uh, and Podman Ron, you're back on the line with us. Yeah, uh, are you are you able to talk, Podman Ron? Hey, what's going on? All right, we got uh, Brian here. <laughs> Brian was just going over his uh, predictions for the the next lineup, which I think he said that he shared with you. So hopefully we won't rehash it for you to dissect it. But it sounds like, you know, Brian has picked a kind of a kind of a horrible lineup of Avengers for this next song. <laughs> Am I right about that, Brian? I mean, I know you're not a, saying this is your favorite, but you're saying a lineup of Black Panther, Doctor Strange, She-Hulk, the Wasp, Captain Marvel. And who else did you have on there? Was that?
2: Uh, that was, I said it would be a pepper with some other characters. I yes. think that's almost – well, and, and – at the risk of backing up we were saying we feel like it's the uh, the, not only was this the end of cap and iron man it was probably all you know Hulk has come full circle there's not a lot left to do with hulk unless you regress him which doesn't make a lot of sense uh there's not a lot left you know hawkeye's pretty much done Scarlet witch is going to be in the 1950s in her disney plus tv show so you've you've cycled out a lot of avengers um and i think it's the natural progression is instead of regressing hulk you introduce she-hulk and she could be the savage she-hulk um, and then you and i had already talked about wasp doctor strange uh falcon cap i feel like oh, in the falcon comics cap, right yeah. now in the in the in the comics right now black panther is the chairman of the avengers which makes sense to me like uh, i feel like that that would make sense if he took over Leadership of the Avengers, you know, so, the reformed Avengers. But I also feel like we're not getting an Avengers movie necessarily in Phase Four.
1: No, nah, maybe a little while. Maybe give it a breather. So, so, yeah, so on. The, and this is probably one of your bullet points there. What What do we think is the next uh, uh-huh. Marvel story arc? If this was the if these twenty two movies were the Infinity Saga. Where do we go from here? And and I, like, think it's, I know you've got some ideas. Let's no. before we lose Podman Ron again, Podman Ron, what happens next in the Marvel cinematic universe? Well
0: Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I haven't really thought about it.
1: Well <laughs> I wish you would have asked me this question before. <laughs> well
0: that's a, good, that's a good question. No, I really do hope that they do another Avengers team. I, I think that what's been the strongest Uh, some of these films is being able to form a team with these individual characters and you still got individual characters. You don't have the the main three anymore, the original three, but you do still have Captain Marvel and Black Panther and Ant-Man, the Wasp. And, you know, and then you throw in, like you said, maybe a She-Hulk and see how these people come together and mesh together. So I actually think, and that's, that's what the Avengers have always been about is a rotating membership, you know, members come, members go. And uh, I think it'd be uh, interesting to see. And I think Marvel, that's their strong suit is to have these type of movies where all these people come together and you get to see your heroes interact with each other. If you don't have that in this phase, at least some point or another, it's kind of, I don't know, it's going to start losing uh, its cohesiveness. Well,
2: I, yeah, and that's what I was. That's why I was saying I don't think we're getting an Avengers movie in Phase Four. I think that we're not going to get that again until Phase Five. I've got a feeling the the goal for Phase Four is to expand the universe in multiple directions. They said that space is the big focus of Phase Four, um, so you know, and that's part of why we teased up or teed up uh, Guardians of the Galaxy with Thor on the team, right? Is to throw as much behind that space storyline as possible. And fleshing out what's happening in outer space and, and going big. Um, however, and then Brad or, uh, Ron, we were just talking about this. Uh, I feel like Hawkeye's story arc and we were, it, it, he's not coming back for Avengers, right? They've already yeah. said, they've teased that he's getting an, a, a, a Disney plus TV show. And I had said to Brad again at the risk of her being yeah, myself, I was about uh, to say,
1: we got to move on at some point.
2: I doubt, uh, you know, Hawkeye probably played pretty fast and loose with his identity. As Ronan, you know he's taken down cartels, he's taken down yakuza. Uh, it's not a hard, not a stretch. And he, you know, he thought he was going to die. You know, he he thought he was risking his own life, but now it turns out he was risking his entire family's. So you're probably going to see some sort of uh, component to that story where they're on the run and paying for the sins of of Ronan uh, in the, during the five years, right? So I think that's probably going to be a baseline for what the story is, or for what the the Hawkeye TV show is um, <clears throat> and maybe and maybe it's just Hawkeye goes on the run to protect his family and his daughter tags along yeah. something along those lines. But but
1: in the cinematic uh, think, universe, where does that in go? In the
2: cinematic universe, in the cinematic universe, and it all ties together in the cinematic universe. Uh, I thought it was very interesting that Thunderbolt Ross was standing there at um, Tony's funeral. Right. Not a character we've seen a ton out of. Right. He's popped up here and there a little bit, but he's always been like an antagonist. You know, it's weird that he'd be at Tony's funeral. They didn't have, didn't seem to have a great relationship. Um, I feel like in the five years, and they were already teasing this in, in, uh, in, in, uh, Infinity War that Thunderbolt Ross has probably put together his Thunderbolts team. Uh we've already introduced Baron Zemo, right? Baron Zemo's already on the table. I feel like the next big team movie, outside of Guardians, is Thunderbolts. And I think you do the whole full-on Moonstone, uh, um, uh, The Fixer, all of them, Atlas, and then you do the reveal that they were villains, and you get to then have Hawkeye come in and lead the team.
0: I would like that. I mean, I think, I think that would be very cool to do something like that. I just don't know if they'll do it or not. It would be good. It would be Marvel. It's Su- Marvel Suicide Squad. Um, so I mean that that would be a fun way of doing that.
2: Yeah, and see, so you've got like a redemption art for Hawkeye, and now he becomes the leader of the Thunderbolts, but you also so who, get this kind of.
0: Who, <clears throat> who were you saying was the Thunderbolts? I'm sorry.
2: Well, Baron Zemo was Citizen V. Right. Right. Uh, Moonstone was. Uh, I know, was well, I, I,
0: I remember who they were, but I think we've talked about this before how they could take some of these characters that, you know, it's very rare that I'm. Marvel villain ever dies. So, yeah. You, know, so you, you could take, like, Abomination, and you could take, you know,
2: Well, Mickey Baranzino. Rourke could be the Beetle. Like, you could easily move Mickey Rourke, Backlash, into the slot of the Beetle.
0: No, or, I'd, know, I'd move uh, the other guy, the Vulture. He'd be the Beetle. And then I'd put well, uh, Mick, oh, yeah. Mickey Rourke could be the, the Fixer, you know, because... That was one.
2: Well, you could even have um Aaron Cross, Yellow Jacket, as Atlas, right? So you you could do that sort of stuff if you wanted to with the makeshift Avengers that, or makeshift supporting characters we had in the past, and that'd be cool because then you would have the big reveal at the end. You know, they just stay in costume the whole time, uh, and then you realize at the end, wait, that's the bad guy for Ant Man One. So he's he's reversed the uh, shrink. Now he can now he can grow, like uh, Ant Man can. But yeah, he's been a bad guy the whole time, right? So yeah, you could do that same sort of thing, uh, but create that redemption arc and have Hawkeye be the leader. And now you've spun out and created a new team. So now you've got Guardians and Thunderbolts and Avengers coming back. I also feel like there's absolutely a reason they jumped 5 years in the future, right? Oh, I, and that,
0: I know why it is. You know, well, let me see what you thinking of. Uh,
2: I think well the whole thing is the 5 years in the future is it's their ex-gene, right? It's look how this is where they get to spiral out all these new characters cuz they can say look how bad the world was how, how bad how bad the world was, all these new heroes had to step up, right? and fill in the void left by the avengers that were gone. And so now you now you've got this this gene pool that's spitting out new heroes that you can build up. I feel like the the I mean it's pretty pretty well-teased. the fact they felt the need to bring Cassie Lang up from like 8 years old to 18 so she aged like 10 years in the in the span of 5 is cuz they hired an actress that can play stature and be Ant-Man sidekick. Right? Or well, be young justices.
0: An interesting thing, you you can almost say that I don't know if they would do it this way, but the way they could introduce the X Men is in that five years because half of humanity was wiped out, it made the remaining of humanity, some of people's genes activated and uh and had this as a yeah, as I a self defense. Yeah because of because of the severity of half the you know population being wiped out,
2: I don't think we're getting x men until phase five to be i mean all honest i uh, I don't think they've got i think they've got stuff planned further along than they've announced, uh and I think they want to let the x men breathe a little bit before they bring them back so just i don't I don't think we're getting x men in phase four i think this is this is solely there to establish and well and so thinking about young avengers right. Who do we have? Who do we have in play right now? We saw Hartley, the kid who Iron Man, you know, uh, met in Iron Man Three, and he gave him like a Stark lab to work out of. So there's your Q, your tech genius, the guy that's creating all the technology for Young Avengers, and also their headquarters, right? So he's in play. Cassie Lang is in play, who becomes stature in Young Avengers. You know, they're the, 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 the girl giant woman, right? Uh, you've got Morgan Stark in play, which Morgan Stark could be really cool. Uh, all you have to do is just say she built her own Iron Man suit. She can become Ironheart, uh, who's in the comics. It's not Morgan Stark in the comic. And she can use Tony's, um, all those recordings Tony did over the years. To, to stitch together an AI to run the suit. So instead of it being Morgan talking to Jarvis or Morgan talking to Friday, she's like, Dad, pull up the schematics. Dad, do this. And then you can have Tony being the voiceover of her suit, right? Which would be pretty cool. You've got... Um, I, I, we've said numerous times, like uh, the backdrop of all this with the the Power Stone is Thanos destroyed... Uh, Xandar. So there's the whole destruction of Xandar and the Nova Corps that easily brings in Richard Ryder or Sam Alexander Nova who would be on Young Avengers. And you've got a teenage Groot if you want to. So right. you've got you've got a pretty well fleshed out fleshed out group of sidekick superheroes that can be young Avengers. So I, th- I like Thunderbolts. I like the Thunderbolts idea, but honestly, I'm pretty damn sure we're getting Young Avengers in Phase 4. <clears throat> I think that's the whole reasoning for, for the, uh, the biggest reason for the five-year jump.
0: Well, the thing, uh, I mean, other than, yeah, you, know, you may be right on that, because that that is, it, it, they're definitely playing on do Young Avengers. There are uh, New Warriors or something. Something's going to be done with that, just because, yeah, that's too many coincidence of teen heroes all of a sudden. But uh, if you think about it, they also need to do a five-year jump to make Peter Parker stay a little bit younger than he was. Because if you're putting out Spider-Man movies every two or three years, your Peter Parker is going to age. You're not going to be able to keep him in uh, high school. So, this kind of explains why he's in high school a good what? four years after three years after his last, his last movie was like 2016. So if he was a freshman, he sh- wouldn't be a senior by this. And he's, I mean, you see what I'm saying? It's like, this yeah, yeah. way they yeah, can yeah. keep him in, you know, we're 2023. So the next Spider-Man movie will be in 2021. So he'll still be in high school because it'll be still 2023. You know what I'm saying? So I think this was a way to keep Peter Parker still in high school for a Couple of more movies before they branched
2: out in the college world. <laughs> just what I think. Yeah, I mean that's that's another big side effect that, <clears throat> and then so now that you bring up Spider-Man, Brad, did you have anything else to interject? Because I have something that I picked up today. Oh. Uh, that was of interest. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, well, I was just going to say that I was expecting one of you nerds to mention as far as what's next in the Marvel universe. And no one did. And again, maybe a little bit difficult to pull off and everything. But since we're talking about time travel, I'd love to see a little king on king action
2: here. Ah, damn it! That's what I was. That's what I was saying. Uh, say, so. I got I gotta give props to
0: Brian because Brian did say that the other day.
1: Uh, so I can't get props for saying it on the podcast but yeah Brian says it in the green room <laughs> when you, you guys know, like, shouldn't be talking about stuff outside the podcast I saw uh, your the line. whole tagline of the podcast is what Podman Ron Bl- blame
0: what? it on the podcast <laughs> yeah blame, blame it on, it the, on podcast, the podcast yeah. god damn it
2: so yeah here's and, and this is what we discussed about that and but, I'm,
0: um, I'm the Avengers fan I'll, I'll come back, this, I'll okay, come back going to Okay, I'm gonna go
1: with Ramatut. I'm gonna talk about Ramatut. Ramatut <laughs> So I always hated Kang anyway, to be honest with you. I like
0: I like yeah, the thought
2: of Kang. I like the thought of Kang too. And but again, that's another reason why I think we're not getting Avengers until phase five, right? Uh, because I think Kang is the villain, and you can even start with Iron Lad if you want to. Because in uh, Young Avengers, Iron Lad is actually a Young Kang, or, or you can reference Young Kang, uh, um, a Kang as a part of the whole Iron Lad character in Young Avengers. But uh, yeah, when PMR and I were talking, the uh, I said that you know we just created a. There's like a time earthquake that we just created, right? I mean, all of these different overlapping timelines, it branches off and. Corrections to timeline. There's like an epicenter in 2023 uh, where people really screwed with the timeline, and so that probably is going to draw Kang's attention and bring him back to 2023 or 2025, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I think the next big event, the next big villain is probably at least makes most makes the most sense is Kang, unless they did. Uh, um masters of evil in order to set up thunderbolts. So that's so I think it's either going Masters of Evil or Kang, but most likely Kang as as the next big villain in the time travel. Uh Brad, what were your thoughts on? Them?
1: I just thought it'd be cool to see Kang and a fully realized uh you know purple and uh baby blue outfit that's all that's all man i guess that's I, it that's about all I, that's, that's the extent of my thoughts on it. well wait a minute for for the uninitiated king is what like captain america's great grandson or something like that is that a true statement or yeah. no i don't think so i've never heard that oh, okay i thought he had some relation to captain america no I no i think he's related, uh, related to reed richards yeah oh, okay maybe that's what I was thinking oh, one of those one of those crazy guys
2: uh, he's related to Reed. Oh, okay now if uh, this occurred to me as well um if you wanted to shut because because we've opened like a Pandora's box around time travel right so you got to find a way to shut it down one way to shut down the time travel is Kang right To to prevent it, to take it off the table to where it could never happen again. Another way to shut down time travel is the Infinity Stones essentially used the Avengers to will themselves back into existence. So as as a force, as an entity, when they were removed from the table by Thanos, when he destroyed them... The reason why the Avengers were successful and the reason why the Avengers were able to manipulate time is because the Power Stones allowed it so they could return to to existence. Right? And so now you can say, well, time's, you know, now time, why isn't time travel working anymore? Why can't we do it? Well, you couldn't have done it before except the time stones were pulling the strings behind the scenes, allowing you to do it. See what I mean?
0: okay so you're saying they're going to bring back the time i don't think they're
2: going to bring back the infinity stones no, no no i'm saying you could explain it as the time stones being all they have to exist they just like our timeline is set that the infinity stones have to exist so the fact that they were removed from the table is what allowed the gray area for them to even travel in time to begin with because it was really pulling the time stones back into our universe after they had been removed so that would explain why you can't use time travel anymore right wow. is the only reason it worked is because the infinity stones needed to exist and they had they had been removed so now the universe worked to bring them back into existence which they are now but now that they now that they exist everything's in harmony again Suddenly, somebody tries to use time travel again, and it doesn't work. So if you wanted to get time travel off the table because it's such a ghost in the machine, right, uh, that's, an, that's a way you can write it off and never never have to go back to the time travel again.
3: All oh. right. So. All
0: right. Well, one thing, is Dr. Strange not going to have an eye of Agamotto anymore since – Cap gave it back to him, though,
1: right? Or he Cap gave it back to the ancient one who gave it to.
2: Correct.
0: No, no, but that's a new time stream.
2: No, it's not. She said, as long as she got the stone back. Yeah, as long as she got the stone back, then then she would exist in the same time stream. But if she didn't get the stone back, she would create it would create a divergent time stream for her.
1: I don't think you're but, buying it. You shouldn't be selling it because yeah. Podman Ron is not buying it.
2: Oh, it was right there in the movie.
1: But I uh, it was already a divergent
0: time. because okay, no. they brought it all back.
2: Yeah. She said, if you remove the stones from my timeline, it's going to create a divergent. But then Hulk said, what if I bring it right back? She's and like, okay. and it, ne- it never diverges. She's like, checkmate, Bruce Banner. You got me.
1: Yeah, you got me. Okay. Uh, All right, so this brings this is brings us now to number three of your bullet point list. Is this right? Yeah. <laughs> now,
2: I, I've managed to cover most of them. I got oh, two okay. more left. Oh. And one's just kind of a throwaway. Uh,
1: let's go, let's do the throwaway before the big one.
2: Well, that's not. And this isn't the big one. Oh, kind of oh. my big one is probably the uh, uh, King the Conqueror. Oh. Wow. I'd say. Wow. But But uh, um, I watched the. Uh, it just happened to come on. Television or whatever, but the Spider-Man Far From Home uh, trailer or commercial came on again. And I realized when Nick Fury is sitting there, you know, he sneaks into uh, Peter and Ned's hostel and he tranks Ned. He said, Peter Parker, nice to finally meet you, which they just met at Tony's funeral.
1: Who is this again?
2: So, Nick Fury <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Ned. yeah I guess He's so. sitting in the dark and he I'm says Peter Parker, nice to finally meet you gotcha. Nice to finally meet you Well, maybe they so, just didn't want to
1: talk at the funeral and socialize You know, it's kind of awkward, mm, kind
2: of
1: awkward. I don't think so
2: There's I don't only know, like what 15 saying. What's that, Ron?
0: So you're saying that Spider-Man Far From Home Is before this?
2: Correct I think that's the definitive proof that this is set before Avengers Endgame. I'm sorry, before Avengers Infinity, Infinity War.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, and did it, it, it made me think about, well, where did we see Peter for the first time in Avengers Infinity War? Right? Do you guys remember? Civil no. War. No, no, like, like in the movie, the first time you see him in the movie. He's on yeah, his he bus. He's on yeah, his he bus. He's going on a trip, or coming back from a trip, right? So because so you see from his world trip, yeah, you see him on on the I think it's the uh, the Queen's Bridge. So he's on the bridge, you know, in, in, in New York, you don't cross the river to go to high school. So I've got a feeling uh, Avengers um, Far From Home is probably going to be predate uh, Avengers Infinity War. And it's going to end with Peter hopping off the bus to go help Tony.
1: Wow. All right. So. That's a good one. Or that, that or. keeps everybody, the whole school, the same age, right? Correct. Correct. Right.
2: Keeps everybody everybody the so that way you don't have to explain why Flash and MJ and Ned. <laughs> everybody. And everybody that, that Peter is close to got snapped at the same time. And I also thought this would be cool uh, because you could say, alright, MJ is now a freshman in college, or a sophomore in college, uh, and she's starting a modeling career, if you wanted to. So she's a bit, she's a bit older than Peter, uh, she, yeah, I, I thought that would be kind of cool, and a callback to the comics. Right? They re- they reconnect years later, and it's, you know, face a tiger, you just, you finally, or you just won the lottery. Or you just hit the jackpot. Uh, Ron, any comments on?
0: That? Well, I mean, the only thing I have to think about with the uh, Samuel Jackson thing is, is the way they, they'll show these fake uh, previews. You know, they'll add in something just to throw you off. So that little, that may be something that they added to throw everybody off.
2: And that's true. I mean, that's, that's true but uh I think it makes more sense with that being there with that, and honestly the bus thing is is kind of a big deal. you're not going to cross the bridge to go to school <laughs> like so in in New York you know you're in a, if you're in the boroughs or that's where you go to school you go to school two blocks away right, from where right. you live so there's no you you're not riding the school bus every day he had to have been going to or coming from some sort of field trip right
0: yeah I just I really don't want it to be a prequel though to the Infinity War. I, you know, I'd, I'd rather them just go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off and find out you know, hey you know, this is them on the trip and you know what, we really don't see you're talking about Mary Jane we really don't see Mary Jane with the kids we see her like all dressed up in one scene and Spider-Man's got a hold of her
3: well, and she may and-
0: be already a model somewhere and because she's older now, oh, and that could be something they do. Because if you, if you look at that, and I need to go back and watch the, now that I've seen Endgame and know what's going on, I need to go watch the Spider-Man clip to see who's all in it and where Mary, because the, the scene I've seen with Mary Jane is she's wearing like a nice outfit. She doesn't look like she's wearing like
2: suits. You know, no, she's, she's <laughs> sitting there when the whole thing with, uh, uh, Flash calling Peter a dickwad. She oh said, she is? Yeah. She said, yeah.
0: Okay. So never mind. So. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. I guess it may be a prequel then. That that would suck. But I, you know, I guess if that's what they're gonna do. Well, how, hey.
1: have, you, have you guys forgotten about the scrolls? Do the scrolls play into any of this?
0: Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's back up, Brad. Hold on just a minute.
1: All right.
0: The reason the reason I don't think it could be a prequel though is. There's a lot of happy, and there's a lot in the, the check signed by Pe- Pepper Pot. And there's no talk of Tony Stark, and it's almost like he's happy's mourning Tony Stark. So that, it had a weird.
2: I don't feel like happy. Happy seemed a little too happy when his interaction with uh, uh, Aunt May. Uh, I would mm-hmm. honestly think if if Happy's taking Morgan out to get her hamburgers or cheeseburgers on a regular basis and they're to support Pepper, uh he probably doesn't have time for love. No time uh, for love. No Happy no Hogan. Time,
1: it's always time for love. Yeah, if you're a Happy Hogan. I mean, come on.
2: So. Hey, shit.
0: You
1: do
2: to, to be your, with Brad, that game your, called Pepper Pot. <laughs> to your... Question about scrolls? I don't think they play any part. I think we have burned scrolls. Wow, uh, you
1: fucked it up so bad.
2: We've screwed it up so badly. Wow. Okay. So I think uh, they're just they're just comic relief at this point. Um, my last run. Your thoughts on any scroll stuff?
0: Well, you know, I I honestly, you know, as much as I loved game and you know the the. Symbolism that this was the final movie of this, you know, culmination of 11 years of Marvel movies. I kind of still wish we would have saw a in-tag scene of uh, Black Widow turning into a scroll while she laid there. And Ooh. introduced a secret invasion. And that would have started off the next um thing. I, I, yeah, but if uh, that happened, sure. they wouldn't have
2: gotten the Soul Stone, because there was, you know.
0: I
1: don't know. Uh. don't uh, know uh, if somebody, it was, he was really her somebody, or
0: not. Some, Somebody, you know, should have taken a bullet to the head in that fight scene <laughs> and then after <laughs> him, turned into a scroll. I don't care who, but
3: it's it, something, it,
0: I, 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 I always liked the idea of Secret Invasion. I thought it was, a, they carried it out terribly, Marvel did the comic. Cause I had a really cool way of bringing back some characters that they eventually ended up bringing back, but in a shittier way. But, uh, but I always liked secret invasion. And I think that the movie, I was really looking forward to it being in phase four, but I think you're right. I don't think we're going to see that for a while.
2: Um, my last like bullet point that I kind of noted or thought of, uh, We've said that Scarlet Witch, we don't know how, right? But Scarlet Witch and the Vision's TV show is going to be set in the 1950s.
0: Um, well, go with that, and I'll tell you what I've heard also. Yeah. So, uh,
2: if, if if it is set in the 1950s, there's a unique opportunity, and I think it'd be really cool to do this. Uh, Vision's going to need a new body, right? I mean, his was destroyed.
0: So, oh, oh you, now you're getting me all happy. Yeah, now, now he's,
2: <laughs> uh now he's getting fully erect. Uh, we can have, and we've already seen it. We saw, we it, saw it in Captain in the America, first the, fu- yeah. the first Avenger. Uh, we saw the original World War II human torch in that glass tube at the World's Fair. So you could say, you could do an invaders. You could introduce Namor, you could even have a little bit of uh, Captain America doing a cameo, and then you could have the Vision using the original Human Torch's body to create his new synthesoid. so now he's finally and a synthesoid now he's finally a Synthozoid.
0: Make him look like the fucking Vision And make him look like it. the Vision
2: Because the Vision's costume is very retro So now you can make it You can give him a popped collar Pop You can make arm. him a synthezoid You can make him a synthezoid He can be the uh, the body of the, the original Human Torch Like he was well, in the it, comics
0: And I could be totally wrong But what they're kind of saying With this Vision Wanda or WandaVision Or whatever it is She said Her statement was not that it was set in the 50s, yeah.
2: that it has feel. the
0: aesthetic. Yeah. It has the feel and the aesthetics of the 50s. Well, what they're looking at there is it's going to be like the Vision comic book, that stupid one that everybody creams over, with uh, where he's like the husband, and he's got a wife, and they got a home, and they're having a family life. That's what she means, what they... Everybody feels like she really means by that, that it's going to be like a leave it the beaver type home life. Yeah, a and, uh, yeah, yeah uh, maybe not a sitcom, but it's, that's, <laughs> oh, that's going to be tracks. the setting and that's the aesthetics of it. Not, not, not necessarily taking it literally that they're going to be in the fifties. Now I could be wrong and they can literally be in the fifties, but, uh, but that's, that's what I heard today actually. So
2: which, which explanation do you like better?
0: Well, you know which one I'd like better.
2: That's right. I thought you'd you know, like that one.
0: You know the one that they'll probably do, the lame one. What?
2: And I could just hear it now when they're trying to figure out how to, to put Vision's consciousness back into the original Human Torch body. Right. But and, you don't have to go
0: back into the 50s to get the Human Torch's body because it's somewhere out there in Marvel land. I mean, well, that's true, too present day so But I just
2: see them like scientists over the human torch's body. They're trying to figure out how to put vision's consciousness into (laughs) it and and somebody just says why does he have four (laughs) tear ducts in each eye?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Come on man, they don't cry that damn much
2: Mm, if if the vision's on the if the vision's on the front of a comic book seventy percent of the time he's crying.
0: Well, that ain't, that's because of the, the sorry writers, you know, that always want to make them cry.
1: Sloppy writing.
2: <laughs> Sloppy so, writing. Uh, uh, yeah. That is all of my <laughs> that, musings.
1: That closes the book on Avengers Endgame.
2: No, no, no. i giving you all mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, run through your list.
0: No, I'm good. I don't, I'm trying to think of some. I think I uh, threw them out there while Brian was talking about his. Um you know my my main thing is I really I really hope as much as I'm not really a big fan of that new Captain Marvel I am a big fan of the Avengers and and, and the team book and I really hope that they're not they're going to have a Avengers movie for phase 4 they've had one for every phase I think that that's their flagship and uh they need I'm, to do it I,
2: but I think that's what you're getting is I think they're going to say, yes, we have an Avengers movie for phase four.
0: Oh, no, but, not, it's young but Avengers. I, think, I think you're going to need a, that's going to be phase five. I think you got to really you got to really develop those characters before you throw them in a movie. And there's no. no movie I, movie.
2: I don't think so. I think uh, Avengers, there's a concern about Avengers fatigue um, at this point, and they need time to reset. The universe, and and maybe you know, miss the Avengers to an extent. Um, I, I think mean,
0: I, I think that if you had an Avengers uh, team consisting of the ones you just said earlier in Phase Four, and you've got a rebuilt compound where they're training people, and you you show these young Avengers in training, then I think you can establish a Young Avengers movie in the next phase. But I think right oh, now... And, uh, adding Shang-Chi.
2: Uh, we all know we're getting Shang-Chi, so I would assume yeah, he'll would probably be in the Avengers. All
0: right. We're Shang-Chi'd all right,
2: but... Well, Shang-Chi would probably be the Hawkeye-type character. Ugh. It's been out
0: there. Phase four is when it's going to hit the wall.
2: Phase four. We shit the bed.
0: Yeah, we shit the bed because I'm I'm sorry. I kept I kept waiting for after uh, Avengers Endgame that they'd say, "Oh, we were just kidding about Eternals. We're actually doing Fantastic Four, you know, or something." I you know I, I thought they were going to say, "Oh, Eternals, that was just a big smokescreen. screen. We're not doing that stupid movie. We're doing this." But alas, no. It's, it's Eternals. <laughs> it's still Eternals. No one's made the. You know. Yeah,
2: but, uh, I don't, Eternals will very, in my estimation, will very likely go the way of uh, Inhumans. Like, the concept's too vague, it's too, uh, it's not really defined, it's it's a little too wacky, uh, lots of mythology in it, I, I don't know, I feel like that, that's going to be a hard one for Hollywood to kind of uh, reel in and make palatable uh, or or even make a trailer of that makes sense, you know. So, hmm.
0: yeah, I just uh, the only way they can, they can make Eternals work not in is and I don't know if this will even do it, but adding Hercules to the cast, which is rumored that he's going to be part of it.
3: So. Mm. Mm.
0: No. Well, I, know. I like Hercules.
1: Er. Hercules, Hercules. Mm. all right. Um, so, what else about Endgame can we talk? Can we squeeze it out another half hour or so?
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I feel really feel think like. It's... I stuck. I feel like I stuck the landing. So I'm <laughs> so very you're pleased with <laughs> yeah. my nerd Stradamus uh, production, predictions. No, I, just... I think nerd Stradamus is spoken.
1: <laughs> I. Just, uh... What, Brad? I was just going to say that uh, our listener could either watch Avengers Endgame one more time or or listen to these past two episodes. How are they going to spend their three hours of time? That's what I want to know.
2: Oh, I think we know which one's (laughs) going to be more impactful. Yeah. They'll learn a few things.
0: (laughs) They will learn a few things. I kind of, you know... Although the critics have been kind to it, there's been a lot of whiny-ass babies out there about it, you know? I mean, like, bitching about this whole time paradox bullshit that, you know, trying to pick apart the movie, and it's like, I know we pick it apart here and there a little bit, but at the end of the day, it was a very enjoyable movie, and and people need to quit bitching about it. That's what I said. I I feel like they're bitching about this one more than they did Infinity War.
2: I don't know about that. People in Infinity War, when that movie wrapped, uh, people were screaming at the screen in anger in the theater I was in. <laughs> Somebody threw popcorn. Uh, it, it got when <laughs> it got terse in that movie theater when uh, when Infinity War ended. So I haven't heard, I haven't heard that level of vitriol around this. I've had a lot of people trying to pick it apart, but that's why that's why part of the reason why we did the podcast. You know the first podcast, and then address it again in this podcast, is to say, "Look, nerds, they addressed most of this for you. Shut up, just enjoy it."
0: Yeah, right? they really did. I mean, they really did a great job of you know, uh, fan service and pulling it together, and and kind of heading off any of these little nitpicks. So.
1: All right, so that's it. I mean, we can we can actually start thinking about talking about something other than the fucking Avengers, right? I mean, the world's yeah. kind of Is kept turning. Uh, Brian wants to uh, at least maybe the next episode will be we'll have a couple of uh couple of uh, episodes of uh, Game of Thrones. I'm sure you want to talk about the eleven year old sex scene and that, and uh, yeah. uh, you know, there we've got a handful of new trailers.
2: We've got Cobra Kai. Got Cobra uh, we will power through Cobra Kai season 2. Uh there's the controversy over the DC Title Heroes in Crisis. Uh and specifically ep- uh issue 8 of 9, uh what they did there and and who they decided to who they really, you know, screwed over in this whole story arc.
0: Who uh, they screwed over uh, from the beginning cuz I've read who who it was and that, that, shit, that, that very,
2: well, let's save it for the podcast, and then um, I podcast. had some, so I had uh, some speculations as well around what the hell's going on with Netflix. Uh, I've got some uh, some predictions there as well. Wow. wow!
1: So all right, so it sounds like we're, we'll be again. Let's get rid of this Avengers nonsense. Get back to living our lives. That's why Cap would have wanted it.
0: uh, (laughs) what are you talking about you mean
1: Tony Stark well that's true Tony Stark wouldn't want it he was selfish he was a selfish prick but you know let's celebrate him nonetheless (laughs) Uh, so yeah so we got a lot of stuff to talk about uh, but until next time
2: save it for the podcast